I'm looking at you with my big doughy eyes going blink, blink, blink. And you're like, hmm, he's going to hang himself. And that's what I did. <laughs> that's what I did. That's what we're here you for, You do it so well. Like, why would we stop you? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a Welcome to the GBP, the Glass Bottom Podcast. I am Mike. Welcome to episode 21. 21. Up to my left is a man, the myth, the legend, Rob. What up, Rob? Well, I am one of those. Which one? You're the I'll legend. let you decide. Ooh, I pick all three. Up to the right, locked and loaded. Rob, look at this guy. He sits back like 800 meters while people toil. And they think, yeah, there's no one 800 meters away. And then he, pow, it's shards. What up, shards? Yo. <laughs> and then he fires one tiny shot that blows your head off. What up, gentlemen? Oh, another week. Week 21 of the pod. Good feedback. Great response. Uh, Mando, another napalm job from Mando. Would you agree? Yeah, we did a great job. That was great. I didn't care about Guardians of the Galaxy anymore. And then I heard talk to him and now I'm like, that sounds mildly entertaining. So thank you, Mando. Housekeeping. We don't have that clip yet. Do we didn't get the clip yet? I want Tommy Boy and uh, what's his name? David Spade, who humped his way through Hollywood uh, legend to tell me it's housekeeping. Housekeeping first, Department of Corrections. I, Mike, the man who disloyally threw my heritage from southern England under the bus. Tonight I'm boiling meat. I'm boiling white meat. And it looked like a hot tub full of English people. <laughs> I hope I'm boiling chicken breast. Do you believe this? I can. What? You're supposed to bust my ball. About you boiling chicken? Uh-huh. God uh-huh. Damn. Dude, I took the lid off when it was boiling, and it was the worst thing I ever saw. But based on uh, call sign Marsha and uh, Jimmy, Detective Jimmy heard me and Marsha talking about boiling chicken. And he weighed in and he did typical Jimmy stuff that I wish we could have caught on air telling me I'm an idiot. And I boil meat because I like taco bira, which is boiled beef. And then you just harvest the fat and fry your tortillas. In. And I was like, damn, he's right again. Why is Jimmy always right? Mm, I do love <sighs> me some birria. Me? Oh, yeah. Taco bira. Best thing ever. So I got beaten down emotionally and mentally. And so I'm using Marsha and Joe's recipe for pulled chicken. And so basically I took water. Can you believe this? I seasoned water and then I threw chicken breast in there and then I got it to the right temperature. And then I looked in and it looked like me floating around the hot tub, just a bunch of white fat goo. I haven't eaten it yet. So next week, tune in for episode 22, where I'll tell you what it's like when you renege on your hatred for boiled meat and uh, listen to people. Not something I do much. So I'm sorry for housekeeping that I, now boiling meat any of you guys have any boiled meat takes i don't think i've ever boiled meat before you're a man shards i expect that from you i resisted i resisted now i'm in on it i'm boiling meat i'm getting in touch with my roots i have seen videos of people who like vacuum seal meat with like marinade and stuff and then they don't take the meat out after they've marinated overnight and they just Mm -hmm. shove the whole bag in a pot of boiling water and it's intrigued me but i've never thought about trying it well, that's the next episode. We'll talk about sous vide, a French word, and we all know we love the French. I have sous vide meat. That is boiling meat, but in a airtight, watertight container where the meat absorbs the heat. The meat absorbs the heat, Bobby, but not the water. Water, see, takes the meat and the fat and the fun and the deliciousness away from the meat, Bobby. That's why Americans don't boil meat. I feel like it doesn't count to call soybeans boiling. I agree, but shards were just weighing in. He, it's cool. We're not going to attack him on that. Suvi is a rat. Oh, that's right. We only attack you. Yes, you get it. Rob gets it. <laughs> so I'm boiling white chicken meat, and I'll let you guys know what happens. I believe in Marsha and uh, D- Detective Jimmy, so we'll see. He may have changed my mind, and 
maybe I'll embrace my uh, Southern England heritage. Who knows? Although I'm not fucking my teeth up for anybody. They're going to stay kind of straight. ASMR. ASMR. All right. The other Department of Corrections, SCOTUS. I screwed up on the SCOTUS rant last week. I blamed uh, I blamed it on conservative justices, but after I did some glass bottom investigation after the fact, like we do here, this is what we do, right, Rod? It is. It is. I found you out fuck up first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. I don't know. I found out that the justice that wrote the uh, consensus, uh, what do you call it when you have more than the? God damn it! I hate being old the lots of people voted for it and they are the the majority thanks guys i need one, i need like there. a lunk alarm that just says boomer alert every time mike oh, has it, this it, happen it, to I him thought we, that <laughs> I thought we had that worked out the justice that wrote the majority opinion was sonia sotomayor a, a liberal justice quote-unquote which it sucks that we have to label them liberal and conservative so foot in my mouth there and i found out that there was only one dissenting quote-unquote liberal justice and the, so if this is a liberal and conservative uh opinion about andy warhol and uh art now is monetized and if you draw off somebody else's art pay me bitch so department of corrections welcome to the glass bottom podcast where we talk first and ask questions later that might be where we throw you in jail and lock away the key. And then we disorganizedly handle your evidence. And Nick turns out you're sick. Anyway. So I apologize to people that are politically charged. I was just commenting on, you know, the fact that the SCOTUS scrotum may have damaged art forever in America. And I got, uh, I got too close to politics. I stuck my tongue on the third rail. I think that's how you call it. And uh, I was at myself. And to that end, I did bring up Donald Trump because I I have a great Donald Trump uh, impression that I love to throw on everybody. It was mainly just so I could use my Donald J. Trump, which is under construction. Don't judge me. But this is not a political podcast. Shards, is this a political podcast? Sometimes. Damn it, you're supposed to say no. (laughs) Uh, So, yes, I did crap on Trump. I was called out about it, but it wasn't because the politics of Trump so much. It was more that I believe that both sides are on the same team. My political views are way too deep to go into on a podcast. I'm neither liberal nor conservative, blah, blah, blah. I hate Donald Trump as a human being, and that's a me thing, not a you thing, or we're not going to discuss it on the podcast. You can love him, and that's great. I have a trillion reasons and a great basis to hate him as a human being. I think he's despicable. But I don't want to alienate half of our listeners because I'm not going to harp on it. You can love whoever you want. It's a free country. So that's why I stuck my tongue on the third rail and I got bad. I didn't mean to be down and jump into it. I said, nah. I was riffing just like Robin Williams used to riff. So for uh, Papi Coulomb and everybody who uh, was offended by me making uh, Donald Trump references, I'm not sorry, but this podcast is going to stay apolitical and asportical. What else don't we talk about? A newsical, a sportsical. <laughs> I was just uh, riffing, and I do not like Donald Trump as a human being. No politics involved. I don't like him, and that's on me. So, anybody else got anything they want to add to Department of Corrections? I think it's the beauty is that between all three of us, not all three of us will agree on something. That's why we're here. We just want to have fun and riff. We're oh, I almost did a Donald Trump impression and said locker room talk, but I'm not going to do it. We're just riffing and having fun. You can go get your ire up or your happiness somewhere else for that kind of stuff. Politics, sports, news, history. We're here to just have fun and and put your headphones on, put your earplugs in and just have fun. So that's where we're at. I want to correct the record. Charge, anything? I got none. You're just here? I'm just here so I don't get fined. (laughs) I fucking love Marshawn Lynch. And the last of the Department of Corrections is... Uh, Artemis Prime, way back in, he sent me a link to Justin Roiland, my boy from Rick and Morty. And uh, when we talked about, and I was pointed out that it made quite an impact when I said he was diddling underage muffins, that might have been a little harsh. So he sent me an article from Screen Geek. I couldn't find anything legit. Not that there is legit news, but Screen Geek had the only report about what he was doing. I've read it. 
it turns out that a girl who self-identified as a 16-year-old fan, he uh, he said some pretty sexualized stuff too. And when she called him out, he doubled down. And in the true glass bottom takeaway, uh, what I took away was he texted her on DMs at uh, on Twitter. What's a Twitter DM? Just a DM, a twit, a twitum, a twitum. He said, "Are you going to get a tattoo of Rick licking your nipple?" I mean, yes, you should not have been texting that to an underage girl, but. Moving past that part, I think that's pretty hot. Rob, what do you say about a woman, a full-grown, mature woman getting a tattoo of Pickle Rick or Rick licking her nipple? I don't think I'm a fan. I am. I think that is a great idea for a tattoo given to the wrong person. And based on this sketchy Screen Geek article, Justin Roiland is definitely wacky in the pedo world, and I don't forgive him for that. However, I can't find any other corroborating evidence, but I'm a boomer alert. Shards, what do you think about a full-grown 25-year-old woman with a tattoo of Rick licking her nipple, even though you, you never watch Rick and Morty? No, but I know I know ah. who they are. Uh, Your Honor, what if it was Saul Goodman? Hmm? Yeah, what if it was Saul Goodman? I don't know. I don't think I'm a fan either of the, just the <laughs> subject matter of a tattoo yeah. of anything licking someone's nipple. It's like it's a terrible chess piece, in my opinion. And Shards... I think he is the most experienced. Okay. So advised. I take it under advisement and I will still think about a full grown adult woman doing that and like it. And I will say, Justin Roiland, if this is what you, is true, what I saw on this third rate, I don't know, blog website, then you're a creep. So I do approve, if, however, if someone would want to spread their ass cheeks and get Rick licking them right in the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've been shot from far away. Sniper attack. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty on brand, to be honest. And I'm starting to second guess my Elmer Fudd tattoo, and I'm thinking Rick might be the way to go, but I, I don't want it that close to my anus. If you fly too close to the anus, I think you're going to melt and you die. Shards. Oh, God, I got tears in my eyes, and it's only the uh, housekeeping. All right, well, now we're on to the yang and the yin. I have lots of yang. There's yang everywhere. And when I tried to find inspiration for my yin, that nothing popped up in my normal life with yin, I was like, there's nothing. Everywhere I looked, it was yang, 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 yang. Turn the page, yang, 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 yang. Scroll down, yang, yang, yang. So my yang this week is, uh, it was going to be my drive to work today, which we'll talk about some other time, or I almost got murdered three times and I got rained on. But my wife had to FedEx a document. I think I, you, I told you guys, so you don't have to act surprised. They're not surprised listeners. They know. FedEx, a small document to California. It had to be there early. Absolutely, positively had to be there overnight early. I'm thinking, okay, 40 bucks. 40 bucks. No. And this is the part where I'd normally go, Rob, what would you pay? And But I told them all this, so I'm not going to play that game this week because Rob's terrible at pretending and that's good we're a real <laughs> podcast we're real now shards can pretend all day he's a psychopath he'll just be like i don't know mike forty dollars like, anyway that's a problem <laughs> <laughs> why why do i sound like i just taken reverse helium <laughs> i don't do impressions of people i know except for one and i'm not doing that because i like them Anyway, so she's like, yeah, I was going to FedEx this out to California for this very important personal reason. And they wanted $114 to FedEx a piece of paper, one piece of paper in a paper envelope thing to California and have it there by 10 a.m. I was blown away and floored. I knew inflation was bad. I knew that like a sandwich that used to cost $5 is now $9. But I didn't know to send one piece of paper coast to coast, FedEx went up from $40 to $114. What the fuck? Woo! So I asked Yikes. everybody I knew, have you FedExed anything lately? And they're like, nobody really had any experience with it. Who Who is FedExing a piece of paper coast to coast and paying that? It must be just lawyers, divorce lawyers or Justin Roiland's lawyer or somebody, but... What the fuck? That's my yang. I, as an American citizen, even though Federal Express is not federal, should be able to get a piece of paper to California by 10 a.m. for 40 or 50 bucks. Wow. That's my yang. Uh, hello, inflation. Yeah, the only people who are using that service have to either be able to write off that cost or they charge it to their client. Like, there's no regular people doing that. 
There can't be. When I had my trucking company, General Electric used to FedEx overnight priority by 10 a.m. on FedEx heavy ultrasound machines in a crate that were 750 pounds. I assumed at the time it was probably like 1200 bucks. That must be, by that metric, it's got to be 5000 fucking dollars now to ship an ultrasound. <laughs> goes to goes. No kidding. Maybe they're paying off the plane that crashed with Tom Hanks on it and cast away. I don't know what it is, but that inflation, that aggression will not stand. Anything I do in the future that needs paperwork shipped is going third class USPS, bitch. So that's my yang. That's my bad news. And I got piles of bad news. So I'm sorting that out and saying, holy shnikes. Uh, and I have no yin. Anybody got a yin? Anybody have good news this week? I got some good news this <gasps> week. How'd that happen? I know. Let's hear it. Oh, oh wait, wait. Can I say one spoiler about one good news? Yes. Spoil. Oh, I do have good news. I'm looking at Rob, who's gorgeous. I see a dog. And uh, then I look over his shoulder. He's got a fucking kitchen. Rob, the fact you had the kitchen should have been the yin. I'm sorry I didn't catch that. It should have been. It should have how, been. But it's how long, okay. How long were your dishes in the bathtub? How many months were your dishes in the bathtub? Uh, I think two to three months. Oh, my God. And she's got a paper plate? It, oh, what the? <laughs> you get a kitchen they, and you're eating off paper plates? They're, they're oh, left. Wow. No, 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 they're left over from the uh, uh-huh. uh foul. just gotta get you PTSD used. plates. Foul. <laughs> All right, so I'm sorry I stole your thunder. Rob, what is your good news besides your kitchen? So I do have a kitchen now. My kitchen recently exploded. It's <laughs> um, a long story. Long story short is that there was water and mold damage in my kitchen that required half of my kitchen to be pulled out. How long did that take, Rob? uh two to three months Yikes. wow did you wait what one, one quick question did you put a uh a strainer in your bathtub uh drain to catch all the food and uh all the no, food? full scent <laughs> okay wow right down the old pipe okay that's on full brand. Send. that is on brand okay go on anyway so that required a insurance claim i mean it, i guess it didn't require it but i've been oh it requires stupid if i didn't it required it and they gave me an amount for just the water damage. Uh-huh. And then me and the wife uh, did some extra work and got them to cover the mold damage as well. Mm-hmm. Because if you have water damage, that's that's one thing. But if mm-hmm. you get mold damage, that is a whole other endeavor that you have to go on in order to get that all taken care of. Let me explain something to listeners around the country and the world. In Florida, when the humidity is 97% every day, if water touches anything, you have mold damage. California, there's no such thing as mold. Florida, everything is moldy because it's 97% humidity. Go on. Sorry about that. So the insurance company covers X amount for water damage and X amount for mold damage. In the state of Florida, you have to have 10 square feet of mold damage before they'll cover it. What if it's nine and some change square? You're so fucked. You're what? so fucked. Mold Absolutely fucked. Oh, shit. Hairless cat. Oh, hairless cat. Sorry. Hard to break. Which one was that? I couldn't see it. That's Probably the unnamed hairless cat. Still unnamed? What? Still unnamed. It just needs oh, to be Jada oh. at this point. Yeah, it's got to be Jada Pink. What was the, what was the alopecia one? Alopecia. Alopecia. Crimes against humanity, you should now name it Alopecia for shards because that's fucking rad. The other one is uh, Persilla. <sighs> no, nope. Alopecia, right, shards? Yeah. This, wait, look at, her, look at her ankles. Is her hair on her ankles? If it is, it's definitely Alopecia. Oh, don't. Oh, dude, dude, her, her snatched. Put her away. Move it. Let, no. <laughs> no. No. Down. Now I see her boobs. Just show her face. For God's sakes, Rob, you're a terrible cat porn photographer. Oh, look at those eyes and the wrinkles. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway. It's like looking into a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He said it, folks. I did not. Okay. Oh, God. So uh, insurance so, and a lot of work. And so they sent us the original check. We thought that was that was it. We uh, did the work ourselves. And by the work ourselves, I mean, I hired people from Home Depot to come do it. And Were the words C involvement, C and uh, Arriba? 
The two amazing gentlemen that came and worked on my house did not speak English, and we we spoke through a translator app. Yes. So what what did you do? What was the process? You just showed up in your truck and and you just rode off? Not as racist as that. No. No. Home Depot actually has a contractor service now. Yeah, in the the parking lot? The contractor actually goes and picks (laughs) them up and brings them to you. So a third oh, party. That's okay. In the but jungle, the process is still purchase. the same. It's just someone else drives the truck. Yeah, it's a yeah. straw purchase shards. <laughs> you did a straw purchase of help. And and our contractor, who is also pretty great, his name he told us his name was George, but it was, it was spelled whore. It's spelled Jorge. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So he he whitewashed his name for us. What if so he that, told you his name was Jesus? <laughs> I would have it wouldn't Oh, it would have been you, okay. You wouldn't have hired him. Shards, you wouldn't no, have hired him. If he I said my name him, is man. If he said my name is Jesus, he would have been like, next. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Isn't there though? A little bit? Just a little bit? Okay. So George brought in his workers that needed Google Translate, and they probably did a great job. And they did. They did a fantastic job. It's all done in a day um, for the rebuild process. I don't want to talk about the demolition because that was a nightmare. Eh, um, dude, everything in contracting is a nightmare. So that's cool. You got off 50% better. The demolition sucked, but the building was good. That's good. Yeah. But we ended up spending slightly more than what the insurance company gave us. When Did we you get the, the massaging and everything? Did you get the massaging kitchen sink head? God, no. No. What? We, Women we pretty that. much rebuilt it the exact way it was. But look, um, you get... You get your wife the massaging kitchen sink head, and dishes magically get done. Brown chicken, brown cow. Nothing. Oh, I got something for this. Mm. Mm. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> Back to business. <laughs> that one landed so flat. Go ahead. Pretend I'm not here. I'm out. So <laughs> there we are, over budget. And we sent all the pictures of the mold behind the cabinets because when they did the original inspection, it's not like they took, they took anything down or they could see the walls behind any of the cabinets or the sink of or anything not. like that. Of course not. That's contracting. So we sent all the pictures to them afterwards. And yeah, we got we got more money out of it because what? we did more work. And Fuck yeah, we, that uh, never happens. Yeah, we kind of fought for it. And that's my yin. So they're making you whole? They're making me whole. Shards, you got to have a joke queued up. Rob just got made whole. Shards? Oh, damn it. I thought you were going to knock one out. Uh, let me think. Hey, sh- Rob, do you have a breakfast bar in your kitchen? I'm not fancy enough to know what a breakfast bar is. It's a bar where you eat breakfast. It's like okay, fuck counter. it. I'm going for did they push in your stool? I was my favorite joke. I was going for pushing your stool. <laughs> and you cock blocked me. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll push in your stool. Oh, not again. I did it to myself again. Stop me. All right. So the yen, the good news this week is Rob had major problems in his house and the insurance actually paid for stuff. That is big. And you had a contractor that did satisfactory work on a very nice timeline. I've never yeah, heard in of a that. very satisfactory timeline. Never heard of that. That's good news, ladies and, and gentlemen. And he left his Ray Bans here, so like, oh, you can't get it. oh, we got good news. Okay, now the big question: Are you going to give him back his Ray Bans? We have attempted to. We told him he can come back whenever he wants, but he just has not shown up yet. So, basically. Yeah. Okay, well, he's. I'm sure your house will need more maintenance based on what I know about your money pit slash haunted mansion. Uh, he'll be back. So save the Ray-Bans. Clean them, put them in a bag, and save them, all right? Okay. That's good news. I'm, I'm going to Cerakote his Ray-Bans. <laughs> be careful who Cerakotes them because yeah, some people say. don't Cerakote near as well as others. I don't know who that is, but I'm just saying it. We had a great episode called Emo Night where Rob went to Emo Night. It was fan-freaking-tastic. And Pizza Rick, who's in New Jersey texted me he showed me a picture just a picture and it's called swimo night are any of you guys familiar with swimo that, like night? southwestern emo night jesus <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it that's not a bad thing i guess you would line dance with black eyeliner on or something no swimo night's better than that because as everybody who knows me 
knows that I freaking love Tay Tay. That's code for Taylor Swift for all you people that aren't Taylor Swifties. Swimo night. It says big billboard. The Swimo experience. A party for emo Swifties. I guess I'm a Swifty. I didn't know that. May 27th. There's emo in New Swifties. Yes. That seems conflicting. No, it's Swifty? great. A Swifty is people that love Tay Tay Taylor Swift. That's me. Oh, okay. So you go to an emo night dressed as emo Taylor Swift and you emo up to Taylor Swift's songs. Rob, this writes itself. You've got to understand and enjoy this. Here's I what mean, it says. There's nothing May, wrong with Taylor Swift. Right. And then you bring, what did you say emo was? Misunderstood, marginalized, angry, depressed people that wear lots of eyeliner and dark stuff. Isn't that what you told me? That's 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 the basis, yeah. You bring those people to a place where they play Taylor Swift music and you Taylor Swift in your eyeliner and dark clothing. Does that mean um, that I'm during gonna, those I, concerts she only does her sad songs? No. I'm going to tell you a secret right now. Well, I'm not done. Let me set up Swimo night. Okay. May 27th at some place. No cover. Thanks, Pizza Rick. The Great Escape, uh, parenthesis, Taylor's version for Swifties that are not okay. That's the definition of emos, right? People that are not okay, Rob? Yeah. To hop in their getaway cars. That's a, probably a Taylor Swift song. And come dance, dance. That's probably a Taylor Swift song. A T-Swift X emo crossover party that brings these two emotional worlds into one bejeweled experience. I'm in. I'm down. Listen. Another 75%er, if a, if a Swimo night comes to Central Florida, and I'm going to look, I'm going. I'm going to put on eyeliner, black clothes, and uh, I'm going to emo to Taylor Swift. What say you, Rob? You're the emo specialist here. Well, are you ready for the secret? Probably not. I have a feeling it's all going to come crashing down. Let's have it. The emos will never admit to this, but they know I'm right. Mm-hmm. If you were to make a Venn diagram of emos and Taylor Swift fans, yes. it'd be a circle. Right. It intersects so perfectly that both circles align. Is that how that works, Shards? If there's two things and one circle, they align perfectly. Am I wrong? Rob should I can't said, disagree, to be honest. Yeah, with see? <laughs> <laughs> you tried yeah. so hard. You tried I tried. So hard. I tried thinking, and I was like, you know, I there's a shameful amount of Taylor Swift songs that I know. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you don't hate them. Like, no, I, don't hate, I don't have the right. lyrics memorized, but, you know. Now listen, Rob and listeners. There's a few listeners, of them cataloged in my head. Because I know Shards isn't going to do this. He's he's way above this level. I don't blame him. He's, he's a guy. I Googled it, and I duck duck goad it, and it came up to TikTok, and there's videos of Swimo nights around New Jersey. It's basically angry-looking, depressed, sad, unmisunderstood. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Just people who live in New Jersey. Oh, God, don't get me started on that one. People that are not okay, they got the eyeliner. They got the dark clothes. They got the black watch cap that looks like it's way five five sizes too big. But they're dancing around and singing to Taylor Swift, and I want to do that. I'm going to Swimo. Who's with me? If you go to a Swimo night, I'll go to a Swimo night with you. Okay, it's a date. If a Swimo night comes to Central Florida in my area and I can afford it, which is a pretty low bar, me but, and Robert going to Swimo night. Oh no, butts! You gotta, you gotta match. So you gotta get that industrial you're always talking about. I'm getting the industrial piercing. We well, talked about another episode. You gotta have it before you go to Swimo, though. Yeah, of course. Otherwise, I won't otherwise, be. Yeah, you're not even shit. allowed to go. Yep. Okay, that's a deal. Did you we have, talk you about have nice industrial? earlobes too. You should gauge them as well. Oh no. Thanks. Oh, I want to see Mike with gauges. Oh no, no, no. no you can no, punch no. them pretty big now too. No, you can skip no. all the small sizes, go straight to like. Can I gauge my mil. jowls? Wait, can I gauge my jowls? They hang you down can. as much as my earlobes. I put you like can. a like a number six. I forgot. Is it the higher the number, the bigger the gauge shards, or is it the lower opposite? the number? I can get a double lot buck gauge in my <laughs> jowls, but then I can't whistle, and food might fall out. And I can't oh, have food that. Definitely right, that's fall you, out. That's why you keep them plugged. Did we talk about my industrial piercing conundrum to the podcast, or should we just leave that for later? I mean, we did touch on it. I think it's it's quite relevant. Okay, well, here's my conundrum. I love industrial piercings. I've only seen them on girls. I want an industrial piercing, and uh, I've only seen it on girls. I've never seen a guy with one. They're telling me, Shards and Rob and other people are like, no, everyone gets them. 
And then I'm like, okay, I got to get my left ear, right? Because I'm straight. I'm sus. I'm sus. Sus. And they're like, no, it doesn't matter what ear you get it in. But like, I'm sus, so I got a sus. I got to get it. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not sus. Jesus Christ. What do you call it when you're not LGBTQ? You're sus. Sis? Sis! Oh, it was right there. Fucking boomers, man. Boomer alert. <laughs> boomer alert. For the record, I'm not a boomer. I'm sis. So when I was a kid... When I was growing up and when I was an adult, if a dude had a earring in his right ear, he was sus. There you go, kids. If a dude had a piercing in his left ear, he was straight. So I went in industrial so bad. I've only seen them on girls. And I, uh, so they're telling me, do it. Get it. And I'm like, okay, my left ear. Like, doesn't matter what ear. So I'm going to do it. You're right. I'll get an industrial on my left ear just because I have to. And we'll go to Swimo night. What do you say, Rob? I'm down. You know the best thing about piercings, Mike? Uh, are you talking about penile or are you talking about everywhere else? Whoa, just in general. What's the best thing about piercings, Rob? If not you that hate you know. it, not if that you, you hate know. it, you just uh, take it out. And then what? And then it heals and you're done. But does your heart and soul ever heal, Rob? I don't think you can get a piercing and hurt your soul. I bet if you pierce your penis, it hurts everything you have. Yeah, you just take it out though. But everything hurts. Everybody hurts. It's REM. Oh, I love it. Well, all right. So, Swimo nights ago for me and Rob. Shard's too cool for the room, and I don't blame him. No, Shard's is coming. He ain't coming. No, Shard's yeah. ain't coming. See? Look. He's what? He ain't coming. He's You're not even going to come and then do an Irish goodbye like five minutes in? Nah, dude. Nope. I'm, I'm super antisocial. I ain't doing So that. am I, but Taylor Swift... And people that aren't understood properly that have angst, that's me. That's me. I'm going. Swimoing it up. Um, this week, I'm not that emo anymore. I don't even have hair. You, yeah, you eyeshadow shark. <laughs> I need fucking eyeshadow and a watch cap. That's it. And a black shirt. Okay. Well, it's me and you, Rob. I'm down. We'll fucking, we'll, we'll buddy movie that shit up. And we will record things from it for the pod. I still have the lavalier mics. We might even talk to Swimos and, uh, Make it a special edition without shards. Mm. All you got to do, shards, is hang into the 25th episode where me and Rob get liquored the f up. And I feel up. bad for shards. He's got a lot of driving to do. He's got a lot of driving to do. It's as if Rob's going to live in New York City and I'm going to live in uh, Baja, California, and somehow you're going to have to designate drive us both home. That's what you have <laughs> ahead of you, shards, on yeah. episode 25. There will be puke in your back seat. Should we come up with a game where when X happens, we have to take a shot? No, I'm going to be blasted in. I don't need that kind of game. I'm just going to. Every time Mike has a boomer moment, you have to take a shot. Mm. Oh. <laughs> mm. You guys won't even remember that we recorded the episode. I won't even be at work the next day. <laughs> I'm going to pregame so hard that all you're going to hear is me going. <laughs> oh, you're not going to do it together? I thought you guys were going to be in the same room. How are we going to do that with our current uh, logistical problems? We don't have a room to be samed in. We don't have a microphone. Sit in his room. You could sit in my room. Look, he's got family shards. I don't barge into your house just to podcast. I'm not going to barge into his house. But Rob, if I get drunk around your two hairless cats, I will get naked. And I will put them against my body. <laughs> how, about, how about Rob barges into your house? Hmm. I have no excuse other than I'm so antisocial. I'm a slob. My house is terrible and i don't know i don't I, I don't have two microphones i don't have the infrastructure right? we're doing it at shards yeah <laughs> we're getting drunk at shards house <laughs> oh, well we'll figure those logistics out later we won't board the listeners with our problems which are many and very diffuse uh i watched the michael j fox movie still on apple plus there's a Michael uh, J. Fox movie called Still. <laughs> oh, that man should be the spokesperson for Shake and Bake. Whoa! Easy. Easy. Look, look, look. Oh, my God, dude, Shake and Bake. And that was, listen, when I thought about this premise, I had no idea. You two shitheads, we're going to go this way. So let's take a minute to think about what you're doing. He's America's male sweetheart. You've just shaken, baked them and, and charged. Okay. Here we're back. Yes, it's a great movie. And I almost Michael, passed out. 
I just I just have to state that yeah. from the laughter. It's the it most oxymoronic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Michael J. Fox and the word still in the same sentence. <laughs> Maybe that's why he did it. He knows he has Parkinson's guys and that he can make Jiffy Pop popcorn better than anybody. Did I just go there? <laughs> Boomer alert. Oh, damn, that was bad. The whole reason I'm talking about it is it was a great movie. It was wonderfully produced. And he lives in Santa Barbara. Shout out to the hometown crowd, Santa Barbara, California. And uh, his story is compelling. And I didn't know you two assholes were going to go that direction. I thought we would have. <laughs> yes, you did. I did not. I thought we'd have a kumbaya moment. I did not, you, Mark. I did not hit her. I'll tell you one thing about Michael J. Fox. He's got a great head of hair. <laughs> and he's like 60. Hello? Yeah. I could shave my head without cutting it, though. That's mm-hmm. true. Uh, he couldn't shave a blue whale without cutting it, too. <laughs> well, this went south. Uh, it's a great movie, and I suggest everybody watch it. And I think we just got Mando's next movie review. I was talking to Mando, and we were spitballing stuff, and I think I think this will ruin the internet and get us kicked out of the internet country is it, is the internet a country i think it'll get us banished to the moon but it has to happen do you guys think that mando should weigh in on michael j fox's still movie i think if he weighed in on just the title we would be have enough content <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury this definitely just came together live on our podcast i know it's going to end terribly and i know it's but i know it'll be funny so let's take a moment to refresh people's memories why they're here you're here because you're tired of politically correct crap. You're tired of news, sports, and information. And you're here to just put on your headphones and slop around in the mud and have fun at nobody's real expense. These are words. This is sound. And on that note, there is no reason why next week Mando can't weigh in on Michael J. Fox's still movie since Rob and Shards pretty much already weighed in on it. <laughs> what say you guys? Am I doing this? Are we commissioning him or what? I think so. Yeah. It has Does to he have to pay to watch it, or can he stream it? Uh, I'll find a way to get it to him. Don't you worry. He can stream it. It's on Apple, but I'll find a way to get it to him because I was so emotionally touched and in love. I love Michael J. Fox, and I didn't think of the dark side until you two idiots fucking railroaded me, T-boned me, for lack of a better word. I was a, a tiny Corolla. No, nay, a, um, a Honda Eco, or whatever their fucking hybrid is, pulling into an intersection and then you guys came like two semi-trucks full of lead and just T-boned my idea. So let's just go full T-bone and get Mando on this. Okay. I mean, it was Michael J. Fox driving the car, so. Mm. <laughs> I'm not even going to hit the soundboard. That would just hurt on so many levels. Michael J. Fox, I love you. So Shards? do you think the script was written for Fox or do you think he was typecasted for still? He definitely didn't write it himself. Is that the joke you're looking for? <laughs> Otherwise, it would have looked like an earthquake. <laughs> I'm just God wondering if it. I'm just wondering if the if the now I'm dying now I'm doing it I'm just wondering if the writers titled it still with Michael J Fox in mind. I think the intelligent and very well spoken Michael J Fox. It's a triple entendre. He's Michael J Fox still, and he's Michael J Fox who can act still with medications. That's that's where the that's where it went. And I I respect him for that. It's a great title. He could have been like Michael J Fox, the greatest artist of all time. No, he's like, yeah, people like Shards and Robert are going to shit on me, but, uh, you know, it's Parkinson's. I don't have any control. Balls in your court, boys. <laughs> yeah, make us look like assholes. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> First time for everything. I, I'm usually the asshole, so what does it feel like? All right, we're going to commission Mando to watch still. Ladies and gentlemen, I suggest you do not tune into that unless you have a very, very, very good sense of humor and a... Uh, uh, you're in for fun. Everything we say on this is just for fun to make you laugh through your day as a truck driver or a cubicle driver. So that's got to happen. It's the dark side of me finally coming out. Mando has to watch it and wait. Whew, this is probably the second biggest fuck up of my life, but it's got to happen. All right. And based on what I told you guys earlier, where I almost got murdered three times on a way to work in a rainy day this morning at between 6:30 and 7 a.m. I have a huge pet peeve. Maybe y'all can weigh in on your pet peeves, especially this is a driving pet peeve. I used to be involved in a tow truck operation and 
tow trucks have yellow cop, for lack of a better word, cop beacon lights on their roof. Are you aware of that? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Those beacon lights are only used for when you're impeding traffic to pull a car out of a ditch or pull a broken car off the side of the road so you don't get murdered by some asshole on his third DUI who sees flashing lights and hits a tow truck anyway. That's what the yellow beacons are for in a tow truck. Okay. If you're towing a car, flatbed, ladies and gentlemen, that's where it pulls it up on a bed on the frame of the truck and it's not touching the road. The car isn't. That's a flatbed. But they also have stingers. God, the truck drivers must love us. This is truck porn, which is a lift that can lift the wheels off the another car on the back of the truck and tow it behind the truck so you can have two cars on a flatbed. By law, if you do that, you have to have remote lights that hook to your taillights of your tow truck that go on the hood of the car you're towing or the trunk of the car you're towing. So you're fucking, it's like having taillights on the car you're towing. So there's no problem there. So you pick these shit cars up out of the road and you turn your goddamn beacons off. Now they have like six trillion candle power, yellow and white beacons that flash and blind old people like me. So the reason I'm pet peeved is today in the rain, I had three tow trucks in my experience, all driving with their beacons on the rain when they didn't need to because they had a truck on their a car on their flatbed or they were towing a car that should have had the fucking lights put on the trunk or the hood. If you see this, pull next to them and flip them off and tell them they're assholes. That's not how you do this. It's like a cop driving around all day with his blue lights on. Have you guys experienced any of this or is it just me? Am I the old man shouting in the cloud? What if it's like a company policy across the board where like if it's raining, your lights turn on if you're towing? Then their company is absolute dog shit because... Flashing beacons, especially in rain, make old people blind. And then we crash into stuff and they get more business. Do you see why they do that? That bothers me as much as like people who drive with their hazards on when it's raining. Yes, that's a Florida thing. Rob in Utah, did you experience people in the rain driving with their hazard lights on? No, I only experienced that when it's like heavy snowstorm and it's people going down the hot the freeway at like 35 miles an hour. But it's just as asinine in a snowstorm. See, you're supposed to just drive with your lights on in a rain slash snowstorm. And then if you're broken down or you're not moving, you put your hazard lights on. So people go hazard lights. He's not moving. Well, I don't know, because I, I, I do see their side of it in Utah, at least. Hmm? There's times where the snow is so bad, you can't see more than 10 feet in front of you. And there's still assholes in trucks that'll go the speed limit of 70 and you know, they'll plow right into people. The same thing in Florida, as Shards will attest, it rains so goddamn hard here sometimes you can't see five feet in front of you. And that's why you don't turn your hazards on. If you see taillights the last second, you know they're moving. If you see hazard lights at the last second, you assume they're sitting still and you fit to die. But new people put their goddamn hazard lights on and you think, oh shit, I fit to die. And then you're like, no, they're moving, but their hazard lights on. And then you're angry and you can't see. That's the difference, right, Charge? Do you have a way to clarify this? You see people break unnecessarily because people are driving with their hazards on. Yes. Mm. Hazards are supposed to say, I am a hazard because I'm stopped. Beacons on a tow truck uh, are supposed to say, I'm a hazard because I'm not driving. I'm on the side of the road. Don't kill me. But these idiot tow truck drivers who, let's sidebar, there's an echelon, I think, to truck drivers. Like you have truck drivers that drive coast to coast with 53-foot trailers and giant tractors with super sleepers they are the mount rushmores they are the man women men's and women's and then you have local drivers they drive with a day cab no sleeper and a 53 foot trailer that's number two or three and then all the way down at the bottom it goes rock dropper which is a dump truck if you drive a dump truck i don't want to alienate some listeners but if you drive a dump truck there's a reason you're driving and then if you're not driving a dump truck, you're driving a tow truck. Now, tow truck drivers are great people. They save our lives. They do a lot of great stuff. Shout out to tow truck drivers. But turn off your goddamn beacons, retard. Come on. Fuck. Drives me crazy. Uh-oh, <laughs> retard alert. Yes. Thank you, <laughs> Mr. Garrison. The worst is in, in rain, it's terrible because you can't see their beacons. are going, look, I got a car on the bed of my truck. I got to turn on my beacons because I'm important. But I've been on the highway at times with tow trucks and you have to drive behind their fucking flashing yellow and white beacons for like 20, 30, 40 miles. Have you ever experienced that going to ship Yeah. Sucks, right? Yeah. 
No reason. If your beacons are on and you're driving, you're a fucking moron. I'm taking that hit. Last week I sucked it on uh, the DT and the Supreme Scotus. This week I'm sucking it on tow truck driver. Turn your fucking beacons off. Be a real truck driver. Oh, that felt good. <laughs> Anybody got anything else they want to get out their chest now that I've he speculated? He speculated. <laughs> he speculated all over the place. <laughs> I guess not. Well, then I've said my piece. Tow truck drivers, please listen to our podcast. And please turn your goddamn beacons off if you're not stopped or pulling a car across traffic. All right? That's all I'm saying. And then get out there and hump the dispatchers. That's what tow truck drivers do, dude. They hump their dispatchers. I know that's what they do. Is that what you did? No. I got no game. But in my involvement in the tow truck industry, listen, this is a great story. Thanks, Shards. Uh, In my experience with tow truck driving, we have dispatchers. And uh, for an unknown automobile association who will go unnamed but it rhymes with Alcoholics Anonymous plus another A. These dispatchers would call on the radio and they'd be like, Hello, 410 Alpha. This is dispatch. I have a Jaguar on the side of I-95 at mile marker 75. And their voices were creamy smooth. I'm talking like heavy whipping cream smooth. And then over time, you start talking to them like nightly. Hello. It's like a DJ, like uh, a woman DJ going, Good evening, 410. How's your night going? Are you ready for a job? And you're like, like Delilah. Uh, yeah, Delilah. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> okay. So one of my friends managed to break the fourth wall and drove like two hours to the dispatch center to talk to a dispatcher whose voice was creamy smooth. And she was the sweetest thing you've ever heard. And he went there and she was hmm, uh, not what she sounded like. How can I say this PC for 2023? She was a hog. That's what you came up with. That's what you came up with for PC 2023. (laughs) You guys, none of you helped me. None of you helped me out of that. I paused and I waited and none of you helped me out of that. You could have just said a BBW or something. You could have said false advertisement. You could have said anything. Now... You went now, straight. You you looked in the barrel. I was waiting for your, you to help your options, me, and you didn't you help me. the barrel out, and uh-huh. then what was left in the bottom of the barrel is what you grabbed. Because you too did not help me. I was struggling. I didn't know where to go. I'm I'm a boomer alert. Okay, so I went with reality, and now you're helpful. Now you got help. Fucking help tips coming out my ass. But two minutes ago. I'm looking at you with my big doughy eyes going blink, blink, blink. And you're like, hmm, he's going to hang himself. And that's what I did. <laughs> that's what I did. That's what we're here you for, You do it so well. Like, why would we stop you? <laughs> I have, well, I used to have uh, integrity and self-worth, but okay. It worked out well. They were not what they sound. What did you say? You said something great, Rob. They were false advertising? advertising? Yeah. Yes. They sounded like. Delilah mixed with uh, Pamela Anderson circa Baywatch. And they they look like the two combined. (laughs) 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 Yes, Shards. They weren't what they were advertised to be. So as a tow truck sidebar, that's what happens with dispatchers. Anyway, I'm completely lost. You guys got me flummoxed all to hell. You got me flummoxed. Uh, Mm. Another thing that came up this week is we have call sign payday you guys know payday right yeah i don't think i know who payday is payday he comes to our job every payday payday. and works payday plus a monday and he has a second job oh payday (laughs) god damn it Uh, i'm the only boomer here you should have known that uh anyway call sign payday is a state look you're a boomer i'm just retarded (laughs) no no i'm a boomer and i'm retarded retarded. so call sign payday he's a part-time guy that comes to our job he works two days every other week and he shows up on payday fridays and then he works the next monday it's a whole complicated thing but he's got a job as a state firefighter and every time he tells me about his job i lose my shit i'm just like can it get any better and then he tells me more about his job and i'm like god Damn it, man. Like, he's got the greatest job ever. So we rap about fire stuff, and I pick his brain like I do most people that I'm interested in. And uh, he uh, continues to blow my mind with what it's like to be a state 
firefighter, wildland firefighter is what he is. He goes out in the woods and puts out palmetto fires and shit. Anyway, uh, we were talking and I was like, I think I want to be a micro arsonist. And he just to make him laugh, he's like, oh, what? I'm like, I want to be a micro arsonist because arsonists are the the absolute villains of firefighters and humanity. People that light fires and firebugs are complete fucking douchebag assholes. They cost a lot of money. And in California, they kill people and they ruin stuff. But I was like, I want to be a micro arsonist. He's like, what the fuck is a micro arsonist? I'm like, I just want to light little fires that people barely notice. Like you go out to your mailbox and there's like a, the grass around your mailbox is burned. Does that make sense? Or is this just me? So you want to be a vandal? No, 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 no. I don't want to. <laughs> listen, listen, see, there's a line here, Rob. It's a nuance. I want to be a micro arsonist where people see what I've done and just go, why is that burned? You know, they, they uh, like a bonsai tree. Let's say you have a bonsai tree in your front yard. You come home one day and the bonsai tree is burnt. That's a micro arsonist. I lit a forest fire on a bonsai tree, right? That's cool. I think you should go around with a magnifying glass and just burn stuff into people's yards. <laughs> I do have experience. That leads me to my next part of being a micro arsonist is I'm intrigued by the solar death rays that I see on TikTok where you take a big screen correction. For young people, it's a rear projection big screen. They're about the size of your refrigerator and your kitchen. And then they also produce a 60 inch screen of vision, but it takes up your house. Inside, there's a, a magnifying, a flat magnifying glass that you can put a frame around and use the sun, and you can generate 3,000 degrees of solar heat on rocks and blow up rocks and melt rocks, melt steel, melt aluminum. <sighs> I'm getting one, not just for the pod. I want one. I call them death rays, solar death rays. The guys I follow on TikTok that do this are fucking amazing. Follow it. Check it out. You, They melt lava rocks. They take a rock and they put the solar big screen thing on it and focus it and rocks melt steel melts aluminum melts i'm gonna get a side of pork with skin on it somehow i think that cut's called like a butt roast and i'm gonna hit it with my new solar death ray when i find the big screen tv and see what happens if i focus my death ray on a human what do you think will happen charge if i focus three thousand degrees on a giant chunk of pork what do you see spontaneous combustion Oh, that's what I'm dreaming for. The fat just instantly ignites. The meat starts burning. That's what I want. Rob, what do you think would happen if I focus my solar death ray on uh, on a can of soup? 3,000 degrees, Rob, from the sun. How long does it take to become 3,000 degrees? Uh, about no time at all. I think, you'd, I think you'd just cream your jeans and fall over Mm. that happened happened. (laughs) i see what you did there i was lost in i really want to cream my jeans and fall over that's where i was i was like that sounds kind of nice that sounds kind (laughs) of well ladies and gentlemen the pod 75 percenter is going to get a solar death ray before this thing ends so stay tuned for that but back to micro arsonist that led me past burning up bonsai trees and you know like a like you go to someone's porch and you burn one flower out of their flower pot just like satisfying right to until you get arrested for major property a damage. flower no 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 this is this is how it would actually go for mike oh mike's going to just oh do a little damage you know just a little, micro a little trolling we do a little trolling around here and yet he flips the switch on his mechanism Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the side of this person's house is engulfed <laughs> in flames. You he know can't what? Turn it off. He puts his hand in front of the beam, burns himself. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> okay, go on. Then where's it go? Because that ain't where it's gonna end. It's gonna get worse. The Benny Hill theme starts to play. <laughs> and then I try and stomp Mike, it out. Then my foot's exactly. on fire. And in in the stomping fest, oh, he no. has now accidentally focused on the neighbor's house uh-huh. because he hasn't put this thing down yet. <laughs> I'm not used to things going down. Hey, y'all. Uh-huh. I think you nailed it, Rob. I think And you your it. micro arsonist plan has now become full arsonist. Yeah, <laughs> full blown arsonist. Yeah. Full blown serial arsonist carnage. at this point because now it's multiple properties. Uh, <laughs> and so what he decides to do is <laughs> Just throw it down on the ground and it Uh shatters Uh and leaves it there. And as the sun's setting, it's now (laughs) focusing through the shards of glass on the ground, Uh engulfing the rest of the neighborhood in flames. You know what? That might be our first animation. 
that might be a, we want to animate something from our episode that might be the first one is mike trying to be a micro arsonist <laughs> and then burning down a fucking subdivision in that exact manner rob i got tears in my eyes again that is exactly the fuck what happened and you did point it out to me i didn't even get to the part where i would expand my operation to uh going to uh you know people that have model train sets and like big model train sets and they put them on display i would go to the model train sets and i would take a grill lighter and burn like one building in a model train set or a tree that's what my carousness would do before what you pointed out would happen which would be the board would catch on fire then the building and then the uh, empty caboose next to the building so i'm putting micro arsonist on hold thanks to rob <laughs> glad i you can talk you out of that <laughs> you spoke a lot of sense there rob and uh as much as I'd like to debate that and say that's you're fucking completely off base, you are not off base. You are so on base. God damn, I hate myself sometimes. Oh, well. Well, I got to pee like so bad. And we've had a good laugh. And uh, we've wasted like plenty of our listeners' time this week. Thanks again to all the new listeners. Shout out to Muscles, call sign Muscles, and uh, all our new listeners and the people that have given us feedback. Things are going good. We've got a lot of shit planned. Our 25th is going to be great. Next week, which I didn't handle the housekeeping, so if you're still listening, you must love us. I promised you an AI extravaganza this week. Spoiler alert, I didn't get the homework done. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> but I did. Uh-oh. Do you want to give him a taste? Rob, I know you're champing at the bit. you want to give him a taste of some AI? Oh, man. Are we ready for some long bleeps? Fuck yeah, shards, and I live for that. We all live for that. Our listeners live for the long bleeps. Let's hear it. Who do we have on AI already? All right, give me, give me, give me a moment. Give me a beat. Listen, uh, uh, I'm not just kicking the can down the road because I suck. I've found some new articles and things I have to listen to and read about AI before I can do it. So AI extravaganza is coming hopefully next week, and we're gonna have some approve this message. He does. Oh, oh, that came in. Hold on. Hello. I'm sorry. I was a little premature there. It's okay. Can you get a lot premature? So that's true. We have an AI extravaganza coming up. I promise you it's going to have AI shards, AI Mike, possibly AI Rob, if he ever consents and gives us a sample. And uh, I've got a lot of AI information. I know a lot. And we're going to talk at a six foot level over uh, cloudy water with low visibility. And we're going to have fun. Even the president is into AI, right, Rob? Even the president. Which one, Donald Trump or uh, current to... sitting president? Ah, they're both sitting, Rob. I'm trying to suck up to Trump. <laughs> they're both sitting. Oh, P.S. Uh, I saw a news blurb that, uh, look, I'm an equal opportunity discriminator. I haven't looked it up, but uh, President Biden fell on stage. And I don't care who you are. If you're eight years old at a school play or you're the president of the United States, you fall on stage. We're making fun of it. So I'm going to look into that one, too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm smoking on Bhutanese Shadow Garden grown Dark Evil Path. They watered Ooh. this with the blood of 36 dragons. Shit's so purple it should be asking me, where's Ronald? Nigga, <laughs> this shit will turn your pacemaker off. Nuclear levels of sour, lung slaughtering, necromancer kush. Shit got diamonds on it, so you know the THC to CBD ratio is... Dang, necromancer kush, that's the real deal right there. How is he anti-legalizing federal, legalizing marijuana? I, I, talks with like a soundbite like that? I don't know. I don't if know. If he plays that soundbite on a commercial for his re-election, he might get re-elected. Might. Yeah, dude, if he's he blowing necromancer kush into the air, he gets my vote. Yeah, whatever he said. Shards <laughs> votes for him, I voted for him. But you know what? This might be a weekend at Bernie's now, Rob. You might have uncovered the great lie, the big lie. Last time was a lie. Supposedly, this one's a big lie. He's going to be weakened and burning into office. He's going to be full on dead. They're going to be manipulating him with with a monofilament fishing line and playing these sound bites, getting the pro <laughs> pro pot guys to vote for him, and he's going to win again. I and like if he it. does, you got the scoop, Rob. That's an amazing feeling. Heard it here well, first. Yep, heard it here first. Anybody got anything else to say before we get the glass holes out of here, shards? I'm good. He's, he's good. Rob, do you have anything? No, I think I'm good for today. What are we going to do? I think we should let Joe Biden take the final word. You're a stupid bitch ass f it. A fucking retarded ass <laughs> pussy. I'm President Joe Biden and I approve this message. He's talking to me. He's talking to me. 
You heard the show, now go follow the show. Go find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Be a friend, tell a friend, and subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. Catch you on the next one. We'll be right back.